You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. In today's episode, I have the pleasure to talk with Baroy Pinto. He is Head of Sales and Marketing Solutions at Griff Golf. And today we are going to talk about supply chain, its impact in business and risk mitigation, among other aspects. Leroy, welcome and thank you for joining the Phoebe's podcast. Good morning, Sylvia. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure uh, to be doing this podcast uh, with you today. I was really looking forward to it. Leroy. As I said, um, we are going to talk about supply chain, its impacts, and among other aspects. So, my first question: How can a bad supply chain impact your business? In today's world economy, businesses are critically dependent on the global supply chain to respond to customer demands. The business failure of any supplier can seriously impact a company's key performance metrics like sales costs and inventories. On the customer front, failing to meet commitments can lead to all sorts of negative outcomes. Well, the worst case scenario, you would end up losing your customers to your competitors who manage their supply chain in a much better way than you do. And then let's not also forget about the social media age. If things go wrong, a lot of damage can be done to a brand in a matter of minutes. Uh, looking on the other side, let's let's look at what happened with COVID, when the coronavirus outbreak has had resulted in 2019 or 2020. It caused significant repercussions on international trade and global economy. Majority of businesses across industries and countries had been impacted with disruptions to supply chains and commerce. Can you imagine the costs associated with business interruptions? and the toll it took on businesses. The crisis had exposed so many faulty lines in the supply chain network that every organization had. So I I don't need to say more. We can all imagine from what happened as an impact of COVID uh, and what kind of impact would be there on supply chains if things like that happen, you know, over and over. In the most recent case, we also have uh, the crisis that is going on between uh, Ukraine and as a result of Russia and waiting. There were lots of countries and suppliers also dependent on these countries. And look where we are right now. Well, indeed, so right, uh, Roy. Um, more than we could ever have ever imagined. Well, can you cite examples of businesses being at risk? Maybe explain how COVID played a role here. I mean, you've just done a bit, but go a bit deeper in the in the topic. Sure. So, uh, Sylvia, I'm going to talk about uh, some of the data points that we found as done in Bradstreet and Griff. And I'm going to keep it a little specific to the UAE region because uh, I'm more familiar with this region. Now, when we evaluated certain things that were going on during COVID-19 times, we estimated that one in every four businesses in the UAE fell under high risk or very high risk. According to our COVID-19 commerce disruption tracker, 
approximately 55% of the UAE businesses operating in high-risk industries have faced some form of disruption due to the pandemic. This is as of February 2021. I know we're in 2022, but I'm just quoting numbers of what happened then because, you know, it's a, it's a specific quote that I can give. Uh, moving on, if you look at the third quarter of 2020, Griff also gathered client feedback to assess what kind of impact did they feel as a result of the pandemic? What kind of impact did they have on their business and operations? The study that we did concluded that there was high negative impact of the COVID pandemic on businesses. Many companies witnessed decline in revenues and cash flow as a primary result of COVID-19. But all of these started stemming because of issues from supply chain. And of course, there was a lack of demand and people were concerned in terms of investing, buying and so on. Analysis also showed how business businesses experienced delays in customer payments and faced issues in collections of receivables causing liquidity crunch. Uh, now, Criff and Dun & Bradstreet also collect trade information in which we try to understand whether if people are paying on time, companies are paying on time and so on. Now, if you looked at the performance in 2020, that dipped significantly. To give you an example, when we were evaluating how many businesses pay on time, as of December 2019, there were almost 55% of businesses that would pay within the scheduled time of invoicing. But we compared that to what it was sitting in June 2020, and that had dipped to just 10%, which means that it was only one in 10 businesses that were paying invoices on time. So it was a significant impact. Well, these all these are our lessons um, that we learned. So, looking a little bit forward, how can these risks be mitigated? So, obviously, COVID has taught us to be uh, a lot more smarter, and uh, there are a few things that companies should keep in mind if they want to protect their bottom line by simply preparing themselves to avoid disruptions in supply chain. One of it could be supply chain decentralization. Now, pre-COVID, a lot of companies were happy going to one single supplier in probably China, getting bulk of their assignments or getting bulk, bulk of their supplies from that one particular supplier. Now, imagine a situation where the supplier just shut shop because of what happened. Uh, in this case, where do you go? What do you do? As a result, if you look at what organizations are now beginning to do, they are looking at decentralizing their supplier. Uh, the pandemic taught us this. They taught us how to rethink supply chain activities. And in the current state, I would say there is a pressing need for businesses to ensure supply security through supply chain decentralization and increase focus on resilience and digitalization. The other bit of it is also to harness the power of data. Now, the impact of COVID has been asymmetric, affecting different regions of the world to different degrees at different times. And because of the asymmetric impact, location, data, and regional dependencies are imperative. To create a robust supply chain that can withstand future disruptions, transformation strategies, needs to be deployed, including nearshoring, 
less just-in-time supply chains and multiple sourcing of raw material and finished products. Businesses also need to maintain proper visibility and constantly keep an eye on who their suppliers are. This also could extend to having supplier diversity, you know, by just having multiple suppliers and not just sticking to one. Uh, it would just simply ensure that you're keeping things in order to keep your end customer in, you know, uh, in the right space to make your end deliveries to them. The other possibility is also localization and rebalancing. The trend of nearshoring or localization of supply chain uh, will gain momentum. It has already begun to gain momentum, but it, I, I believe it will gain even more momentum as this may help in avoiding inventory disruptions. Thanks to the pandemic, which exposed so many vulnerabilities of production models, businesses will now seriously consider about balancing this approach and not just stockpiling from one single supplier in a country, you know, just in that single fashion. Uh, they also need to focus on looking at data very, very closely because you can get enough information about a supplier and a supplier's supplier to understand whether if you're dealing with somebody that is safe or whether if you're somebody, if you're dealing with somebody that is at high risk. I see. Well, going a little bit even more in detail, what tools can be used to mitigate risk? So companies can enhance supplier chain visibility. Many companies have limited visibilities into which of their tier one suppliers have risks stemming from sub-tier suppliers, which could endanger business reputation as well as invite dissatisfied customers. Businesses need to have a transparent view of the entire supply chain, including suppliers and sub-suppliers to identify and el eliminate direct and indirect risk. Is this possible? Yes, it is possible because organizations like ours do provide business information, which give you visibility of suppliers and sub-suppliers. Businesses should also improve the onboarding of suppliers they need to de define supplier risk assessment process that incorporates both onboarding of suppliers and it's also important to monitor what's going on with the suppliers. Supplier due diligence when onboarding will help businesses improve efficiency, maintain operations and lower costs. So continuous monitoring of suppliers is vital and helps prevent financial waste and inventory shortfalls while ensuring a resilient supply chain system. Businesses can use supply chain analytics enabled by technology to gain end-to-end -end visibility, ensure ongoing health scan, spot vulnerabilities, and grow businesses while supporting business relationships in times of certain uncertainty. Ultimately, risk management is the supply chain risk management in the supply chain is crucial. To see the coronavirus effect on suppliers, businesses should be referring to COVID-19 impact index which may help identify risk uh, and reduce impact on their business and supply chain. They, could, they should also be referring to business information and monitoring indexes of what's going on with their suppliers. That would be the two cents that I would have on how to mitigate risks. Thank you very much for having joined us and hopefully we'll meet again in an episode of uh, the Phoebe's podcast. Sure. Thank you for having me today, Sylvia. And I look forward to uh, other sessions. We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, 
please subscribe. Thank you for listening.